There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Michael Doliak, Albie Story, Joey Devine, Travis Diener, Jake Voskel, Sean Keen, Salim Stoudemire, Royal Ivy. Patreons, Grant, thank you, Grant, Dustin Spencer, thank you, Dustin, Chris Crittenden, thank you, Chris, musical guest, Avenged Sevenfold, and now the temporary host of the Round Ball Rock Podcast, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock Podcast, and we are back with another division preview. I'm here, as always, with America's Uncle Dad, my friend and yours, Sean King. I'm good. Got NBA fever. The yeah, season been began. Four games, five games. I mean, there's been uh, more, I think, but uh, there were a lot of games last night. Yeah. My first question for you, Sean. Yeah. Is uh, do you have Harrison Barnes? Oh my god, I was so excited. Harrison <laughs> Barnes. Let's just let's just talk about the league's most underpaid player, uh, <laughs> Harrison Barnes, facing facing ruining. The Portland Trailblazers home opener last night with a with a, a 36 point performance. Guess how many turnovers he had, Joey? How many? Zero. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. Eight of 11 for three, nine rebounds. He was moving the ball around too. two mm-hmm. assists, two steals. Oh, my God. Really showing off for Daryl Morey uh, in the Ben Simmons, uh, <laughs> the ben yeah, Simmons yeah. market. Look, um, I mean, I joke. We joke. And obviously, they need another power forward. That's mm-hmm. what they 
should be looking for. But uh, yeah, he'd really help that team. He'd really help any team. <laughs> Damn it. The Black Falcon. Uh, I'm always excited when the Black Falcon spreads his wings. And obviously, yesterday was an incredible example of this is this is what made Harrison Barnes the number seven pick in the NBA draft <laughs> and an NBA champion. Um, I mean, I guess speaking of Ben Simmons, I brought him up. Uh huh. This is round ball rock news, basketball news for humans and robots. Trust the process. Sean, should the news drop just be called, like, the Ben Simmons report or something? Because it seems like that's all anyone ever wants to talk about. Uh, here's what happened today. Uh, today Ben Simmons skipped a, uh, uh, a scheduled training, uh, exercise it's not an exercise a scheduled training appointment with the sixers and Uh then claimed his back hurt and then a podcaster's dad uh sixers uh adjacent radio host howard eskin Uh uh-huh uh tweeted according to sources belief by sixers Ben Simmons is faking injury and mental illness. He came in today and said he had back stiffness and mentally not ready to play. Mental illness is serious issue, and team is livid Simmons went down that road. Team plans to fine him every day. And then, mm-hmm. Daryl Morey went on the radio mm-hmm. and told Sixers fans to strap in, this could take a long time, quote unquote, and even suggested it might take all four years of his contract. Wait, that's what he said? Yeah. I didn't catch that part. Uh, I mean, that is, that's incredible commitment to, like, that is what I would say as a bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he's not going to be traded for four years, but uh, strap in yeah, and get ready. Here's the quote. You're not going to think I'm kidding. You're going to think I'm kidding. I'm not. This could take four years. We're in the prime of Joel's career. This is not a day-to-day issue. Every day we are going to expect Ben Simmons to be back here or we trade him for a difference maker. I I mean, this would be the funniest thing in the world if it lasted (laughs) four years, Joey. That's what I'm rooting for now. Just like him with new doctor's notes every day because – you know, if you have a back injury, uh, mm-hmm. that's something that's easily diagnosed and treated, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, you're you're definitely not just going off of what someone tells you mm-hmm. most of the time for nerve pain issues like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could he could be out with like back treatments indefinitely, right? Well, here's my question, Sean. Yeah, Daryl Morey is a noted uh, musical fan, correct? Yes, he is. Uh, he, he loves Broadway musicals. Does he view himself as, like, Javert in this, like, Ben Simmons <laughs> Les Mis thing where he's like, I'm going to catch him. Uh, <laughs> and, no, I, he takes every day of my life. <laughs> right. He's more like, I'm trying to think the best musical theater equivalent to him here. I mean, he's he's almost like a he's like a Nathan Dallas, 
but who refuses to actually gamble. I don't know. Who you know Nathan what I mean? Dallas From guys and dolls. Oh, he's Nathan like Detroit. Nathan Detroit. Sorry, yeah. Jesus. Nathan Dallas. Nathan Dallas. That's, is, Nathan Dallas a... sounds like a character Arnold Schwarzenegger would have played in like uh-huh. end of days. <laughs> Nate Dallas. <laughs> God, that would be a well. Anyway, I'm I'm not even gonna get into that. But uh, yeah, he's like he would sing "Luck Be a Lady" sometime in the next 36 calendar months. Yes. Um. um so so I I kind of love this mm-hmm. because also just saying he's gonna everybody has to buckle in, mm-hmm. but like I, it it's almost like he's describing the least exciting roller coaster of all time. Well, I mean it's exciting in the fact that like uh, you're really gonna see how good Joel Embiid actually is, I guess, <laughs> as a Sixers fan. Well, I mean. I mean, because Ben Simmons is noted for never missing time. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, they, uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's gotten like funny now because mm-hmm. there's no imminent trades. And also Ben Simmons doesn't have a directed trade request. Like, like with Harden, it was kind of like, look, there's only two places he wants to go. Mm-hmm. And you kind of need him to sign on for the extension. With Simmons, it's like, well, there's four years left. Uh, and he hasn't really said what he wants except to be traded. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's not like, this is my complaint. This is the problem. Mm-hmm. It's sort of just been like, I want out. And so it's so vague that... Uh, <laughs> Well, it kind of seems like he's just throwing everything he can at them, right? Where he's like, oh, "No, yeah. I'm injured." Uh-huh. Um, uh, like I'm, I, I wonder if he is going to intentionally start driving a shittier car so car trouble can keep him out. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that was just... going to be my next question: Is oh. Sean what's Ben Simmons going to try next? I mean, I think, I think now this is this is something that would appeal to Maury because of his theater background. Um, what if he just started eating foods that were really high in mercury? Mm-hmm. Just yeah, trying to like pivot Jeremy his way Piven. out of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm also thinking, yeah, car trouble for sure. Um, I I would be very concerned about the health of his grandparents, grandparents. and relatives. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see what else. Like, I want him to just show up at practice wearing a neck brace with no explanation for it. <laughs> Here's what I want him to do. I want him to burn his own house down. <laughs> <laughs> and be like, I don't have a place to live. I have to go yeah. back to Los Angeles. Sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of getting, I mean, he sort of is metaphorically burning down his house right now. Yeah. Um, Sean. Well, I, here's, here's my oh, question. What do you think Adele is telling him to do? Obviously, his his agent is Rich Paul, but we saw Adele at the season opener sitting next to Chris Paul uh, to Rich Paul, who mm-hmm. looked like a child or a ventriloquist dummy. He kind looked of like a he was sitting like a ventriloquist dummy for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, that, I mean, not to posture shame, but um, do you think Adele has any advice for him? Basically? I kind of don't uh, <laughs> think she has any advice for him. If she did, it would be like. Yeah, you've got to hire the guy who wrote Closing Time to figure out how to get out of this. (laughs) 
because she uh, hired the man from Semisonic to write like half the songs on those albums. He's a hit maker, baby. Um, uh, yeah, so he's doubtful already because and, and what he do you know what his his listing on the injury report no, is? What is it? Return to competition conditioning. Mm-hmm, great. Uh, Embiid is probably going to miss the game as well. Cool. Great start for the Sixers. Great start. Um, Sean, we have an email I forgot to tell you about. Uh, oh, we might okay. as well get that out of the way real quick. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is Round Ball Rock Reader Mail. Communications from listeners. Why do we call it Reader Mail? It is confusing for robots. All right, Sean, our friend Patrick asks, Hi, Sean and Joey. As any Sunday football viewer is now aware, Dwight Howard is a contestant on Fox's The Masked Singer. Please pick the most annoying NBA contestants for the following game shows. Oh, my God. Press your luck. MTV's Room Raiders and Richard Dawson's Match Game. Oh, okay. So let's start with Press Your Luck. Sean. Okay. Who would be the most annoying NBA contestant for uh, Press Your Luck? Who is going to be super stoked to scream no whammies? I mean, I think I think he's not the best, but I would love to see James Harden playing Press Your Luck. Mm-hmm. Just completely emotionless and just kind of muttering, no whammies. No see, whammies. I think he'd be really good at it, though, is the problem. Well, because, he'd, like, fall down if a whammy well, was coming. Well, no, I was going to say is because he'd be so good at, uh, like, being slow at hitting the button, but then hit it really fast right at the last moment when it's not on a whammy space. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, obviously, LeBron would have a photographic memory of the patterns mm-hmm. of the board. Well. But the problem is he'd have to recruit, like, like somehow you'd be like, why is LeBron competing with... Ken Jennings and uh, the guy who who uh, the guy from Quiz Show, like like he'd have to recruit a team of all stars to support him at the game show, no matter what. Um, speaking yes. of LeBron, he would be the most annoying match game participant by far. It's the most annoying anything because <laughs> match game is a game that involves. Like creativity on the part of a celebrity on the panel, and LeBron is uh, devoid of any of that. It would be he, like he so like, give, go give ahead. me a sample match game question. Uh, so a sample match game question is like it's always innuendo. Um, uh-huh. It's always like, oh, Peter told Paul uh, he's got. A blank in his pants, or whatever. <laughs> okay, well, I'd have to say first, shouts to Peter and Paul. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. One love. Sheesh! What has he got in his pants? Well, I hope it's some Nike-branded boxer shorts, but I don't want to talk about shorts on here. I wear enough shorts in my day-to-day life, exclamation point. Mm -hmm. But then his answer would literally just be, like, see, the problem with the new match game, if you haven't watched the new match game, is, like, TV is too dirty now. Oh. So, like, the celebrities literally just say the answer. It'll be, like, huge dick, Tom, (laughs) or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um... 
But LeBron would be bad at it because I've seen Space Jam, and that is devoid of any creativity whatsoever. He would just well, say, especially... like, <laughs> what, you give the most corporate answer possible as well. I mean, his, his jokes are terrible. And, and also his jokes are really, really bad. The one okay. I really want to get to, though. <laughs> wait, wait. So, wait. So, for press, you're like, did we pick somebody? You picked think... James Harden. Oh, I. Oh, well, okay. I guess I did. Did you, change, did you change your mind on who? No, you... I just. I wanted. He's not the perfect candidate. I just wanted to say. You want. I think you want, like, Kent Bazemore. Mm hmm. Like, a lot of. Just See, so much energy jumping up and down. My initial. My initial. Uh, Oh, you know, the best press you're like, oh, we're, 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 we're looking for the most annoying. Sorry. So not Anthony Edwards, who would be the best press you're luck. And the best uh, match player. game contestant. Yes, also the best match He'd game also be a really good room writer. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he should just have his own show. Um, <laughs> I would like to see Tibbs on press your luck. Oh, that would be great. Just like, um, no whammy. No whammy! <laughs> yeah, yeah. No whammies! Um... And then, then Room Raiders next. Room Raiders to me, this is the most interesting one on the, so, the board. So, so I would, I would be interested. So for those it... of hold on, we've got to explain <laughs> Room Raiders for our <laughs> listeners. Room Raiders was a game on uh, a game show on MTV, mm-hmm. where a uh, a contestant would go through three people's rooms and then decide who to date. Based on their rooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you right now, Sean. Um, ben Simmons would be the worst. Did you see his streaming room? No. Oh, well, um, it came out today. Hold on. Ben Simmons' house. Um, ben Simmons has, like, a full-on, uh, like twitch streamer room in his house that is like full of like six computers and it has like a a name what is his twitch name it's like simo the savage in like a uh (laughs) in, in like um lights behind his computer screen yeah 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 okay um oh and his his house is for sale that's why it's also for sale yes yeah yeah yeah, his name is on Twitch is Simo the Savage twenty five, and his house is full on Twitch streamer, neon lights behind him, like com- like computers everywhere. It looks like a pro gamer setup. Oh, but that's... also, what would they find hiding in Ben Simmons' room? I mean, like again, I just assume <laughs> it's like something sex related, <laughs> like it's it's Viagra. <laughs> Uh, it's just like 80 different types of lube yeah and like he, he i mean it something gross i don't think his room's very clean yeah that's another <laughs> that's like the main thing um if he's like a hardcore gamer do you think he's one of those like weirdos you read about on reddit where it's like a girl saying like i went in my boyfriend's room and there's just jars of pee everywhere because he's gaming so much I mean, I just, I just think that he, uh, like, eats in bed, throws a lot of like garbage on the floor, and then someone has to come and clean it up later. Sorry, I'm finding the gaming room here. It's a pretty big house, gotta yeah, say. It's a big house. Not 
not like one that feels like I'd be super into living in, I mm-hmm. guess. Nope. <laughs> oh man, this gaming room's hilarious. It's hilarious, right? <laughs> well, it's all green. Simo the Savage is so silly. Um by the way, Joey, um guess now now both both Woj and Shams uh had a had a comment about Simmons missing practice. Guess which one claimed that he wasn't uh, mentally prepared? Uh, I mean, it's Shams. It was Shams. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, weird who, I wonder who his sources are. <laughs> Sean, who's the worst room writer? Um, you know, I actually, well, okay, A, Joe Lacob would be terrible because it would just be based on whether they made their bed or not. Uh huh. Yep. Um, Rajon Rondo. He would yeah, never he, date anyone. Yeah, it's true because he's like a a gross. He'd be like not enough connect four tables. Yeah, like uh, where where where's your nail clipping station? <laughs> and then Sean, you need to pick. Who's the worst match game contestant? It's you know what though I'm gonna say right off the bat the the best answer for all three of these is Dwight. Dwight would be the most oh, annoying game show contestant on any game show. Well, and if Dwight Howard's on Room Raiders, all he's looking for is a high school yearbook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, D- Dwight's the answer to all of these, really. <laughs> Um, Don't I you do think, think his match game answer? He would just write a fart on every single every slip one. Of paper. Oh, it would be intolerable. Poo poo pee pee. Yeah, and Blake Griffin would have to be there with Neil Brennan, like whispering answers in his ear. I would love to see Genie Bus on Match Game. Why? Why can't that happen? I mean, I, I it can, right? Yeah, yeah. I would pitch, I would pitch that. Um. All right, Sean, let's talk about the... Oh, let's do some business real quick. At Round Rock Pod on Twitter, roundrockpod.com... Oh, sorry, patreon.com slash roundrockpod. If you'd like to uh, uh, contribute to me eating food or or Sean um, paying his cell phone bill. Um, <laughs> also, t-shirts at TeePublic. There's a link in the description. Uh, holidays are coming. Buy yourself uh, or your loved ones a uh, slammed up shirt or a Don Nelson's poker room shirt or a uh, John Collins dunk contest shirt. Um, at Round Rock Pod on Twitter. And please, if you have the time and you haven't already, give us a five star review on iTunes. Uh, it helps, according to every other podcast I've ever heard. All right, Sean. <laughs> Who is our, which division are we doing today, and what does Aristotle have to say about it? Well, thank God that we're talking about this. This is uh, the beloved Southeast Division. And again, six divisions in the NBA, six elements of drama um, from the great Hooper. He was a baller, not a Hooper. He was a, wait, he was a, he's a Hooper, not a player. Is that right? Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, Aristotle, a true hooper. Uh, this one's about <laughs> this one's about thought. Mm-hmm. 
It's the psychology behind this team, mainly because a lot of these teams engage in psychological warfare with their their own players, with the rest of the league. It's pretty. It, it's a very thoughtful division, mm-hmm. and uh, just a lot of like ambition, and uh, you know, it's it's how you create conflict. And I feel like a lot of these teams uh, thrive on conflict. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. Um, all right, Sean, our first team is, of course, the Miami Heat. Last year, they went 40-32, and 32, which would have been good for 45 wins in an 82-game season. They were swept by the Bucks in round one, 18th in offense, 7th in defense, and guess what, Sean? Their net rating was a full-on zero, baby. Um, they brought in some vets. Kyle Lowry, P.J. Tucker, Markeith Morris, and Caleb Martin. Oh, man, I can't believe they finally split those twins up. Sean, who did they say goodbye to? Well, Joey, they had to say goodbye to Goran Dragic, Kendrick Nunn, Andre Iguodala, Precious Achiua, and Nemanja, Nemanja Bielisa, and Trevor Reza. It's Oshawa, by the way. Oshawa? Okay. Yeah. Oshawa. Um, my first question. Uh, their top four guys are... Really pretty good. Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, well, Duncan Robinson. According mm-hmm. to ESPN's depth chart, here are the next five, though. P.J. Tucker, Tyler Hero, Markeith Morris, Dwayne Dedman, and Casey Akpala. Is this going to be a problem? It really, really feels like it, it would be, right? Like... Uh, I mean, it's not a problem if Tyler Hero is who they thought he was, Dennis Green style, when they refused to trade him for James Harden last year. That's true. That's true. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, he. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if Tyler Hero was good. I but, don't think. Um, I mean, good. What are What are we calling good here? Because um, people you know, thought he was going to be like a star after the bubble playoffs, and I don't. That's I don't true. know if we're gonna be there but a you know a starting shooting guard in the nba sure so last year brent he, barry uh, okay you know what i mean <laughs> yeah um it's weird because i feel like he's both constantly overrated and constantly underrated yeah, 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 yeah. um whereas he's like okay so he's he was he's bad 20, last year he, but he's he young tw- go ahead what's that i said but he's really young yeah yeah, yeah. keep going well, and last year, I mean, he it, it he he seemed like he was bad, but he also averaged fifteen points and shot like thirty six percent from three. Mm-hmm. He still seems like he might be a bit of an inefficient scorer, um, but uh, I don't, it, it's just hard for me to judge. It's just weird that a guy this kind of like relatively unimportant guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, is such a like lightning rod, right? It's it. I mean, obviously, you can tell why because he is it's white, obnoxious, and he's obnoxious looking. Mm-hmm. And uh, it doesn't seem like it seems like his offense is a lot of empty calories to me. Yeah. Um, and you know, um, maybe they need volume like that. Maybe mm-hmm. that's the idea. Um. But it doesn't seem like his defense is great either. Now, if he just has to be like a sixth man, 
that's fine. And he's, you know, pretty tall, but I just, I don't, I don't know if there's that much. There was all this, it seemed like people freaked out because he went to Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And so he had like Kentucky intensity as if it's completely different there than anywhere <laughs> else. And maybe, maybe it is, maybe it is, but um, I don't know that. It's, it's he's not he does not look very impressive. All right, we have talked about the play. seventh best Sorry. player on this team for far too long. Um, You're right, Sean. Um, yeah, they seem a little shorthanded. My question for you though is, uh-huh. um, how much better is Kyle Lowry going to make? Because Jimmy and Bam are really good. He's better. I just think it will be more like he restores them closer to how they were two seasons ago where they did make the NBA finals, but I just don't know if it's definitely an upgrade over last year, Goran Dragic. I don't know that it is a gigantic upgrade over two years ago, Goran Dragic. I think it is, but I think we've kind of talked about this. We talked about this before. I just, I just, (coughs) uh, I mean, look, look, it's amazing that they got him and he seems like he fits in, very well, like culturally with the team for sure. Mm-hmm. And Goran Dredge is also feels older than Kyle Lowry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't, I, I guess I just don't think that, I mean, I don't know. I might be, I might just be wrong about that. Uh, but I don't know if, um, you know, he's good. He'll, he'll really help their defense, I think. And it's nice that they'll have a guy who can, you know, get his own shot and create. Uh, but I just, I don't know that when I looked at this team, I'd be like, you know, they need a 35 year old. That's what they really need to put this team together. Um, my next question. Yeah. Has Jimmy Butler introduced Kyle Lowry to Mark, Mark Wahlberg yet? I think, I think they might've done that um, before he even signed. Like yeah. that was, that was I part mean, of the- Kyle Lowry's probably met. Oh yeah. He definitely has. I think. I mean, Mark Wahlberg, famous baller. Um, yeah, I bet, I bet they've met. He's like, he's like, Kyle, if I was there on that court and I was playing for the Philadelphia 76ers, mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard would have never got that shot off. It never would have got the chance to bounce. Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, are you a little, well, look, we're going to talk about Tyler Hero again. For one yeah. second, but are you surprised that Tyler Hero is an advocate for the vaccine? Yes, yes, yeah, me too. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I, I don't know what he believes about science, but it's bad. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's bad. Except, don't you think there's a certain amount of Tyler Hero's personality where he's like the guy in middle school who wore jump shoes to try and oh, yeah all the time? Oh, so like, oh, so that he's like, look, anything I can do that keeps my game going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I think though um, that the, from from the little amount of NBA gossip or anything that I know, um, I think I think some of this will determine uh, some of his success this year will be determined by uh, how often he enjoys Miami's nightlife. Yeah, I mm-hmm. believe that I believe that was an issue <laughs> with the team <laughs> it, during a pandemic too. So, yeah. uh, all right, Sean. What character from the... Ah, uh, the Miamis are Big Pussy. Oh, why Oh, no, I'm that? sorry. I'm sorry. They're not Big Pussy. I'm sorry. They're, they're Silvio Dante. Silvio Dante. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes a lot uh, more sense. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> a flashy lifestyle. 
Uh, also, uh, little Steven what has been known as uh, Miami Steve occasionally <laughs> on a professional basis, but just like very kind of like nightclub oriented, uh, old school, enjoys entertainment, uh, hard worker, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, not really a contender for the top spot. Definitely has called people fat in an episode of The Sopranos. Oh, oh exactly. Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You fat fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, also, oh, and, and, uh, uh, has the same, hair. yeah, that's what I was going to oh, say. Sorry. Pat yes. Riley and Silvio Dante have the same hair. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I think the Miami Heat, as we, oh, I guess I should explain in case you you've explain, been listening. Yeah. Sean picks a character from the HBO's, uh, best TV show ever, The Sopranos. And I pick a TV show, a, a character from HBO's worst TV show of all time, The yeah, Newsroom. Yeah, you hear that mind of the married man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the Miami Heat are Paul Schneider's character, Brian Brenner. Brian Brenner is a uh, writer for the for New York Magazine who Will hires for an all-access profile, and then it turns out that they that Mackenzie once cheated on Will with Brian during the first four months of their relationship. No. And that to me is some Pat Riley ass shit. <laughs> uh Sean, over under forty eight and a half games for the Miami Heat. Uh I'm going under with that one. Interesting. Yeah. I'm taking the over. Yeah. I mean I think this is the oh. I mean, look, their core guys are really good. I just um, feel like there's a big drop off to the bench, but I, you never know. My, the Heat are good at making like kind of system dudes. That that's fine. Well. My thing is, is they have the best coach in the NBA and uh, veterans who know how to win. Um, so they're not going to drop a lot of games that they shouldn't win, and they're going to a few more games than than. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I, I get that. Also, I kind of think Bam might be even better this year. Um, Ooh, well, you know what? That's fair. Look, you'd rather be top heavy than uh, just just uh, why pear shaped like some mm-hmm. other teams in the league. All right, the Atlanta Hawks, Sean. They went forty one last year. They went forty one and thirty one. Good for approximately forty six wins. Uh. But under Nate McMillan, they went 27-11, and 11, which would have been good for 58 wins. They beat the Knicks 4-1, to one, beat the Sixers 4-3, to three, and surprisingly made the Eastern Conference Finals, losing to the Bucks 2-4. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were 8th in offense and 21st in defense. Uh, Sean, they added Delon Wright, Gorgie Jang, Tim- TLC, Timothy Luwalu, Cabarro, Jalen Johnson, Sharif Cooper, uh, two of my favorite rookies, and Sean, who'd they say goodbye to? They said goodbye to Chris Dunn, Bruno Fernando, and Tony Snell. Mm-hmm. That's it. Feels like they that they would have lost more people, but <laughs> uh, Sean, their biggest moves of this summer were extensions. They extended Trey through twenty twenty seven, Capella and Collins through twenty twenty five, and uh. Herder this week, uh, and they already yeah, have Herder's Bogdan. Signed... F- uh, four-year deal, I believe. Yeah, tw- through twenty-six, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, they signed Bogdan for three more. They have Bogdan for three more years, and Gallo for two. Hmm. 
Sean, my question is, is this team as loaded as it feels like? I feel like... Okay, what's weird is I feel like they're really loaded and they were really good in the second half of the year. But it doesn't seem like anyone's projections have them very high. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if they're just assuming that some of this stuff regresses. But I I feel like they're really good. (laughs) I... Um, I agree with you, uh huh. But I also kind of have a uh, take on teams like this, where it's like I kind of think they might underachieve a little in the regular season. It's like a dip year, you know, where it's like they walk in thinking they're king shit, and that it's like if you know a perfect example is the Warriors, the year they beat the Nuggets. Uh, and then, and the, next then year. the next year they were just uh, it's the second Mark Jackson year, you know, and then yeah. they lose to the Clippers. They're like, yeah, they did get had as a, much I, better as people thought they were going. to. Yes. Although I do think they had a better record that year. They did. Yes. Yeah. But uh, I just kind of think I have a feeling. I mean, we'll talk about this, but I kind of get why the projections aren't as high. But also, I like the guys they added more than the guys that left. So. Right. And, you know, I mean, I I don't really expect most of these new guys to play. I mean, Gorgie Jang is nice, is pretty nice uh, backup big man insurance. Mm-hmm. Well, Delon uh, Wright is just like fourth guard or whatever. Yeah, exactly. The thing I would worry about a little bit is, I mean, now look, the fact that they extended everyone might, might uh, make people relax a little bit, mm-hmm. but it does seem like... Uh, for DeAndre Hunter and Cam Reddish, there might not be as much uh, obvious playing time mm-hmm. available. But we were worried and I, about that last year too, actually, and then it was fine. Yeah, um, <laughs> and they were pretty bad be- while Gallinari was hurt, so I can understand wanting someone to slide in there. Now, maybe I don't know. I guess I don't know. I just think they're going to be really good. <laughs> I don't I don't have like complicated thoughts on the team just that I do think it was like a big kind of overachievement after they got Nate McMillan mm-hmm. but it sort of followed a bunch of underachievement too. Right. Um all right well okay here here's my question would you be trying to make a trade if you were this team? I mean not for any of the guys currently on the market no but I do kind of think if like a a real star is becomes available i would like i like mm-hmm. a lot of their guys a lot i like this yeah. team a lot but like i don't know could you turn deandre hunter and john collins into carl anthony towns or whatever yeah exactly um, that's the kind of thing you have to be thinking about but honestly yeah i don't know if i would trade for anyone that wasn't a legit superstar yeah but they do have a lot of kind of intriguing guys that you can you could talk yourself into thinking have all-star potential. Yeah, Jalen Johnson and Sharif Cooper also, in my opinion, have all-star potential. It's yeah, they're like crazy. lottery tickets. They're cool. Um, yeah. Um, okay, I have one more question for you yeah. about this team. Uh, do any of the Young Hawks have the potential to embarrass themselves badly in a dunk contest? Oh, absolutely, dude. Uh, Jalen Johnson feels like a dude who embarrasses himself in a dunk contest, doesn't he? 
Mm-hmm. He does. Um, um, <laughs> how do you, do you have any suggestions for how these people might do it? Too? Where is the all-star game this year? It's someplace. Uh, it's in like Indiana. Is that true? I think that already happened. Actually, it's <laughs> Cleveland. It's in oh, Cleveland. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, I think Jalen Johnson is going to embarrass himself by trying to dunk over a scale model of the rock and roll hall of fame. Okay. Um, um that's pretty good. I can see Cam Reddish uh, tries to dunk. Yeah, Cam Reddish also has, like, uh, embarrassing yeah. dunk contest vibes. Yeah. He's going to dunk over. Uh, they're going to get, like, a horse trough mm-hmm. and uh, pour some kerosene on the top of the water. Mm-hmm. And he's going to he's gonna dunk over a flaming river. River, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Sean, who from the Sopranos are the Atlanta Hawks? Uh, they're, they're Adriana. Oh, good one. Christopher's girlfriend, Adriana. Young, like lots of fun, adds a real element of like joy mm-hmm. to an often, uh, you know, kind of, kind of dark NBA season. Be mm-hmm. kind of plodding along. Uh, multi-talented. She had a lot of ventures like, uh, you know, her music producing career with the band Visiting Day. Um, her, her management of a club, basically any business. Oh, and, and I think she did hair, I believe at one point, but, uh, I believe all of those businesses are also attractions at the Hawks arena. (laughs) And oh, also she was involved in a, uh, kind of like alcohol fueled, uh, car accident Mm -hmm. at one point, uh, on her way to Dover to buy cocaine with Tony Soprano (laughs) and, uh, the Hawks have a program where uh, there are certain seats. They have a partnership with Jack Daniels and Uber, mm-hmm. uh, which is basically an anti-drunk driving promotion. So so Adriana is, is my pick. Uh, my pick for the character from the newsroom. I think this one's easy. Uh, they are Jim Harper. Oh. Uh, the One of the leads of the show. A young man that the show... And just like Trey Young, the NBA initially thought was going to be a hero, but then inherently there's something unlikable about him, and you embrace him as a villain. <laughs> yeah, tur- turned heel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sean, the Charlotte Hornets. Oh wait, sorry. Over under for the Hawks. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm forty six and a half. I'm 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 a big over. I'm for also these guys. a big over on this. I think there are like. Yeah, I mean it's too late to bet, but I, I, you know, I don't bet, but that's 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 one of my best bets, Joey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get to hit me with a sandwich if I'm wrong. All right, Sean, the Charlotte Hornets. Last year they went 33 and 39, good for 38 <laughs> wins. They lost the 9-10 play-in game to Indiana, but I would say this was the first po- uh, positive Hornet season in a while. Uh, they were 22nd mm-hmm. in offense, 18th in defense. They're over unders 38 and a half. Uh, they said hello to Kelly Oubre Jr. They, uh, replaced a Zeller with a Plumlee. Amazing. They also added Ish Smith. They drafted James Booknight. They drafted Kai Jones. And they drafted my guy, JT Thor. Sean, who did they say goodbye to? Uh, they said goodbye to Devontae Graham, Mm -hmm. Cody, Mr. Hornet, Zeller, Malik Monk, uh, Eternal Hornet, Bismack Biombo, Mm -hmm. uh, Brad Wanamaker, and one of the Martins, Caleb Martin. Mm -hmm. But they still have, don't worry, they still have Cody. 
Yeah. They still have a Cody and mm-hmm. a Martin. So that's good. Um <laughs> Joey, I'm just going to I'm just going to throw this out here. I think that twins should be allowed should be almost required to be on the same team and they should only have to occupy one roster spot. Well, Sean, I think that's I think that is correct. But I'm going to tell you I'm going to ask you a question right now. Uh-huh. Do you know what according to basketball reference Cody Zeller's nickname is? <laughs> no. The Big Handsome. The Big Hand I love that. That's uh-huh. a great nickname. Man. <laughs> I that's just good. Do you <laughs> Look at Cody Zeller and think that guy's handsome, though. No, but it's 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 such a funny. It's it's a great like. Well, I remember. Um, I I made someone about two years ago. I told someone that Cody Zeller was. I mean, he's twenty nine now. At the time, he was twenty seven. I mean, he just turned twenty nine. I told them how old Cody Zeller was, and they were like, "Shut the fuck up." Uh huh. So. So uh, I also want to tell you um so the the charlotte hornets sean uh-huh. uh on the basketball reference page they have an all-time top 12 players right and it's uh-huh. just images right uh who do you think now take in mind they they, they they differentiate them so this is from 88 to 89 then it jumps from 21 to 22 um Wait. Oh, eight. so no, just yeah, yeah. They, it's, yeah, wait, it's, right. they they don't include the New Orleans portion, right? Exactly. Yeah. So just who weird. do you think? Like, why do that? And um, this is okay. based on win shares. Okay. So who are the greatest Hornets of all time? Mm-hmm. Based on uh, win shares. Okay. So I, I okay, Alonzo Mourning. No. He's not in the top twelve uh-huh. for his three years in town. Well, he's in. He's twelve. He's number oh, okay. twelve. Okay. Um, I think Kemba Walker is very he's high. Number one. Okay. Kemba Walker, okay. greatest all-time Hornet according to uh, Baseball Reference. And then I'm going to say, I think Gerald Wallace. Gerald Wallace, pro- number two. He is number two. Forty-five and a point nine win shares. Uh, is Glenn Rice on this list? Glenn Rice is on this list. He is number eight. Number eight. Not that much time on the team, but mm-hmm. he made it count. 28.4 win shares. Um, what about Emeka Okafor? Uh, Emeka Okafor is number 11 with 26.2 <laughs> win shares. My God. <laughs> what a franchise, Joey. Um, okay. Uh, David Wesley. Um, David Wesley, number 10, 26.9 win shares. Wow. I'm I'm like blown away by this team. Mm-hmm. Um what about PJ Brown? Um no PJ Brown. Okay. I don't think he was on the team that long. Mm-hmm. Um uh, Well, you're certainly see. missing something someone that led me to this page. Oh, oh, okay. Cody Zeller. Cody Zeller is the fifth greatest Hornet of all time according oh, to basketball God. reference with I mean, that seems right. Honestly. <laughs> So you are missing the third best, the fourth best, the sixth best, the seventh best, the ninth best, and the ninth best. I mean, really, you're looking for people that were just on the Hornets, (laughs) like, long enough. Um, Jamal McGlure. Did Jamal McGlure make the top Uh, 12? He was an all-star. Think about um, the NBA's greatest dad. Dad. Mm -hmm. Well, now I'm... 
confused. He's uh, uh, he's uh, somewhat linked to the team you follow. NBA's greatest dad. dude. You're getting a blank. Oh, Del Curry. Del oh, Curry. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Is he like? Is he like top five? Uh, he is number six with thirty-one okay. win shares. My God, that's that's incredible. Uh-huh. Oh, you know, you see, he's dropped a little bit on the NBA's greatest dad mm-hmm. rankings well, recently. Got it because he got a uh, divorce, you know, but you he got divorced. But that's that's okay. It's not. Mm-hmm. Look, sometimes it just doesn't work out, guys. Uh, all right, number, let me tell you that <laughs> number seven. I'm going to tell Batum. you, Nick Batum is Nick no, Batum. Nick Batum is not on the list. Number seven is a man that George Carl is afraid of. Kendall Gill. No. <laughs> Uh, uh, Bill W. No, uh, it's uh, <laughs> I. It's um, think Milwaukee that he's afraid Anthony of. This. It's Anthony Mason. Is I didn't think seven. Anthony Mason was on the team. Is Eddie Jones? Eddie Jones did Eddie no. Jones? Did his but you're thinking career. you got Alonzo Mourning. You're missing the other two guys from that. Larry team. Johnson. Larry Johnson, number four with forty-one and a half. Bugsy Bones. Number three, forty-four point eight. Number three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Wait. So who do I have? How many do I have left? You just have number nine. Number nine. Uh, Just give me the position. He power forward slash small forward. Lee Nalon. No. Um <laughs> he's thirty-five years old. He is just recently Marvin Williams. It is Marvin Williams. <laughs> My God. <laughs> this is the ninth greatest hornet of all time. Wow. Sean, the reason I wanted to do that <laughs> with you is how long until LaMelo Ball is number one on that list? Two seasons? Oh it's on it's it's based on win shares. Yeah. Yeah, two a year and a half, I think. I think he <laughs> like gets he there. He might be there this year, right? Um <laughs> I mean there's a chance. I think he I think he's gotta play hundred and fifty games. Mm-hmm. That's my guess. I think that's what it's gonna take. But that's not very much. Um so yeah, <laughs> early next season, I guess. <laughs> The other question I wanted to ask you is, is it me or is this team entirely built around alley-oops? Like, that's the only way they no, plan you're, on scoring. <laughs> you're completely... So, Book Knight is going to go to the hoop. So, mm-hmm. they added Kelly Oubre, mostly dunks. Kai Jones, mm-hmm. purely dunks. I assume JT Thor is mm-hmm. a dunker. Michael Bridges, all dunks. Oh, uh, Miles Bridges. It was Miles... Yeah, sorry, And Miles actually... Bridges. Mason Plumley can mm-hmm. well. I mean, he could dunk. Yeah. I don't know if he still throws down, but he used to be quite. No, a but dunker. he also throws lobs actually kind of well. Oh yeah, that's, that's his true. whole thing. Is like he's so, like yeah that that seems like like I don't I don't think Gordon Hayward is particularly going to get up. He but used to. everybody else on the team. He literally he, hurt. He literally ended his career trying to get up. Remember? Yeah. Um, by the Hornets' greatest player of all time, Kim. <laughs> No, it was Kyrie Irving, my bad. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I like this team, but I'm not really that optimistic. This team is going to be fun team. as hell. Yeah, and um, I'm optimistic about this team, like, in a year. Who's their second best player? See, that's that's a good question. PJ I mean, Washington, I think it's, probably? Gordon Hayward? I, it's, probably, it's probably Hayward or Rozier. Rozier's been weirdly pretty good for them, but I'm maybe still, maybe that's I just still volume. PJ Washington. Yeah, he's um, just not listed as a starter right yeah. now, so that kind of <laughs> um. 
No, they have like they have a bunch of guys. I I think I think unfortunately, um, Gordon Hayward's probably still their second best player. He just is Gordon. You know, I mean, well, like Gordon Hayward got hurt last year and they basically went in the toilet. Mm -hmm. They're just they just have a lot of like uh, good athletes and complimentary players, but uh, not a lot of individual creation. This team is cool and fun. Um, They're definitely cool and fun, though. Uh, Sean, who's the most cool and fun Sopranos character? Oh, well, I actually was not listing <laughs> this cool and fun. This The guy I thought, uh, I believe the Charlotte Hornets are Jason Parisi. Uh, I don't Patsy Parisi's who that is. son. <laughs> well, okay, you know who Patsy Parisi uh, is. I He's do Philly know, Parisi's yeah. twin brother. Uh-huh. Uh, and Jason Parisi is a uh, very competitive but he's also really into sports gambling, mm-hmm. and he also is uh, very violent when it comes to enforcing uh, the sports gambling thing. Remember when that that kid on the bike uh, owes him money, mm-hmm. and AJ faints because of the beatdown. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's what I think. And also, they uh, much like Tony Soprano split up the Parisi kids by uh, having Gigi murder Philly. Uh, Michael Jordan has split up the Martin twins as well. That's true. Well, you know what? You brought up Michael Jordan. We haven't brought mm-hmm. him up yet. Who do you think he hates most on this roster? Ooh, great question. It feels like it would be Gordon Hayward, but uh, because Michael Jordan is having sex with his wife, he doesn't really hate him as much. I also it's think he kind of him. appreciates uh, sticking it to the city of Utah, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um <laughs> I think he's very frustrated by Vernon Carey Jr. Um, I know that's that's a vague question, <laughs> but like uh, a young scoring center who's a little overweight and not that tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, that just seems like and he went to Duke. Like, I mean, really him going to Duke is enough. Uh, sorry about that. Corn Pop has uh, is defending my house. Um, uh, very fierce. Um, I, I think the player that Jordan Lamelo is like his meal ticket. Right, right. Like he would have, like he secretly wanted Wiseman. He likes that he's a hooper or whatever, but like, Mm -hmm. there's a little bit too much like SoundCloud rapper in Lamelo that I think Jordan would hate. Doesn't Jordan hate his dad? Probably, yes. Of course. Oh, yeah, and he's a competitor. Think, That's another reason he'd hate him. Big baller brand. You don't. You don't have your own shoe company. <laughs> exactly. You go to Nike. But yeah, I don't think Jordan's high on Ish Smith either. <laughs> but like, but like, Ish Smith is the kind of guy that I kind of feel like Michael Jordan would be the most comfortable talking to Ish Smith. Sure. Like, like, oh yeah, this is a, uh, this is like hanging out with Rod Higgins. I mean, Plumley also went to Duke. Don't forget, and is a Plumley. Mm-hmm. You I know mean, what? I'm changing my. It's Mason Plumley. It's Plumley. Yeah. That <laughs> logo. Remember the Mason Plumley logo? <laughs> oh, Jordan I mean, hated I, all that. He knows his. You told him his brother was a, like a pro unicyclist. Will <laughs> be mad. Yeah, it would really remind him of like every center he had to like, like Mason Wellington. All right. Um, the newsroom, huh? Yeah. This is a hard one. You know, I think that 
I think the Hornets are Lonnie Church, who's uh, portrayed by Terry Crews. Oh, um, Terry Crews is on the newsroom? Briefly, not that much. Okay. Um, but he's uh, Will's bodyguard assigned to him after he receives death threats because uh, Terry Crews is just cool and athletic, is easily the most athletic person on. Yeah, it's um, probably <laughs> not even that close. And, uh, you know, it's Terry Crews. Uh, he's oh, really overrated in how cool he is, but still yeah. kind of cool. <laughs> um <laughs> Well, and like like a lot of the guys involved in this organization, you don't really want to hear what they have to say about mm-hmm. politics. And also, like Michael Jordan, will endorse anything. <laughs> um. <laughs> That's a <good> point. <laughs> uh, all right, Sean. Um, their over under was thirty. Is thirty eight and a half? What do you think it's going to be? I'm going a slight under, and I still like the team. I just think they. Um, uh, yeah, I just I think they um, like I, I, I think them, you know, ditching Devontae Graham for a draft pick mm-hmm. was a good move. Um, they're just like they're just like a little too. young. They're, yeah, they're young. They're young. And then they're like veterans that they're relying on are Mason Plumlee and Gordon Hayward and Terry. Right. <laughs> and I mean, I don't I don't really think you want Mason Plumlee to be your starting center. If no. you're like that 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 almost caps you at 35 wins. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think this is a fun team that didn't get worse, but the East the rest of the East got better. So they're not going to win 38 wins. Like this feels like a 36 or 35 yeah. to me. Um, and like not even in a bad way. Like like no, they're going to be fun, they're going to be good. Um and like they're actually being patient it feels mm-hmm. like, which yes. is there's also an intruder over here, as you can hear. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Sean. The Washington Wizards. Oh, yeah. Uh, last year, uh, they went 34 and 38. Good for approximately 39 wins. They lost to Boston, beat Indiana in the play, and then lost to the Sixers in round one, one to four. Uh, they were 17th in offense and 19th in defense. Uh, they said hello to the NBA's Pete Davidson, Kyle Kuzma. They also said hello to Montrez Harrell and KCP. Uh, the crypto keeper, Spencer Dinwiddie. Hello, bro. <laughs> Aaron <laughs> Holiday. And, uh, they drafted Corey Kispert and Isaiah Todd. Who did they say goodbye to, Sean? Uh, they said goodbye to Mr. Triple Double, Russell Westbrook. Uh, America's backup point guard, Ish Smith. Uh... Our friend and correspondent, Robin Lopez, Alex Len, Chandler Hutchinson, and Isaac Bonga. My first question, Sean, is uh, when you were writing about uh, who they said goodbye to, are you surprised how many of those guys were even on the Wizards? Every name was a surprise except <laughs> Russell Westbrook. Even even Robin Lopez. And I knew... Who was the best player in the playoffs for them. I knew I knew he was on the team. I knew he was hookshotting. And I was still like, what? <laughs> um, so a bit of a... Yeah, I was, I was surprised by all of them. I'll mm-hmm. say. Great. <laughs> Sean, my question for you is when you read the names they're bringing in versus uh-huh. the names who are leaving it feels like they should be much better just based on names right 
Oh, well, yeah, every I one mean, of Russell them, Westbrook's the best player, but, like, I don't know. Uh-huh. Like, Spencer Dinwiddie is maybe better than Russell Westbrook now, secretly. <laughs> I mean, in, yeah, in, in many ways, yeah. yes. Um, like, we love Robin Lopez, but Montrez Harrell has had some very good seasons. He was the uh, sixth man of the year. Yeah. He won that award like a year ago. Yeah. Um, uh, KCP, like, won a title being the best 3 and D guy on a team. Like, uh-huh. yeah. And Kyle Kuzma in, has the most Mamba mentality. That's why the Lakers kept him and not some of those other guys. <laughs> Right, right, exactly. Uh, yeah, he, he survived the LeBron trade only to get dumped with every other asset they had mm-hmm. for Russell Westbrook. The problem is mm-hmm. Bradley Beal, right? Like, Yeah, I mean, if you look at the not – not to jump ahead. Let's jump ahead to the over-under real quick, sure, if that's okay. Sure, sure, sure. Only, only in terms of okay. So they were, you know, the tenth place team in the league last year. Ninth place team, mm-hmm. ninth place, I think. Uh, I think they were eighth actually. But anyway, uh, sorry. Uh, it's it's the over under is thirty three and a half, which mm-hmm. just seems purely dependent on Bradley Beal's status because this is this is like the moves they made were almost like your dream if you're trying to repeat as the eight seed. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is a bu- this is a bunch of playing ass players that we have added here. You know what I mean? Like Montrez Harrell at the height of his powers is is taking is a bench player for the eight seed Clippers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's the first guy off the bench, but yeah. he is a bench player. Um Contavious Caldwell Pope, same here. It's like Everyone here is a floor raiser, mm-hmm. and very few of these guys are difference Ceiling. makers. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But 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 that being said, um, that that is a good move if you're if you're just trying to be competitive night in and night out. And but this projection is thirty three and a half wins, mm-hmm. and given like the personnel changes and everything, this seems like this should be. We just talked about the Charlotte Hornets, who's over-under is five games better. Mm-hmm. This is essentially – your over-under is essentially a bet on whether Bradley Beal gets traded or not. Right. I mean, it just it just seems like, like – I... like, This team maybe approaches – is probably better than a 30-win team without Bradley Beal. You know what I mean? Like, Right. They're My... not awful. Yeah. I mean, I kind of want to talk about Bradley Beal, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, so How Westbrook, good is he, actually? That is a really good question because even Wizards fans are kind of like, we don't really know. He's a really good good scorer. He's terrible on defense. Uh Uh-huh. He operates and people talk about him as if he's like like a guy who should be on a championship team the second he gets traded to a team that's even a little good. And I just am not buying that. I mean, he look. He's he's good enough to win the scoring title, so he's mm-hmm. pretty good. But it's really the fact that so many people are locked up long term. There are so many guys who have extensions, and there aren't very many pending free agents. That he, because of this, has been in trade rumors for mm-hmm. two solid years, three Longer, solid I years, think. three. <laughs> yeah, and 
and the fact that people didn't think that he and Wall were a good fit. And Russell Westbrook encouraged him to demand a trade. Mm -hmm. So uh, here's a here's a question for you: Should Bradley Beal request a trade? I I mean, isn't the dream for both of these teams just straight up a Beal for Simmons thing? Uh, you know, it it feels like that would be a good fit. And just for the Wizards to, like, you know, get a guy. Um, well, and also, like, Simmons is sort of the ideal version of all these guys they keep drafting, <laughs> where it's like... <laughs> right, right. Where uh, you're like, uh, Denny, yeah, he's uh, like Rui. A, he's like a three, four-sized guy who can't really shoot, but he can handle the ball. Like... Yeah, I would think that you would want the Sixers to give you something else. Of though. course. Yeah. That's and that's the problem, right? Like, yeah. That it's uh, not enough. Well, and also I'm not sure that Bradley Beal really wants to be traded. Mm-hmm. Because he even even when he's like I, I don't know, even in the John Wall stuff, you just don't hear about him expressing that level of unhappiness. It's more other teams speculating mm-hmm. because because it's a they're hoping for a clearance sale of this uh, franchise that's going out of business. Right. But it kind of doesn't feel like they operated like they're going out of business, right? No, no, they operated like they're going to have Bradley Beal the whole season. But also that's what the Wizards do. Like, yeah. I mean, the the difference is that Ernie Grunfeld would have immediately extended Kuzma and Harrell, you know, and just been totally afraid of losing them. Whereas... Uh, getting these guys on a more short-term basis seems like a responsible way to just say, like, hey, Bradley Beal, uh, we're going to let you play with some grown-ups. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's not it's not like the most exciting stuff, but, you know, just turning that John Wall contract into uh, Kyle Kuzma, Montrezl Harrell, Contavious Pope and I think a pick. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great turnaround in a year and a half for I mean that one literally is the worst contract in the NBA. Just because too much to without getting sad. I Um, I get what you're saying. I just mean he's just doesn't play. Right. Oh I know. Oh I know. What I'm saying is is it makes me sad. Um Um, okay, so so one more thing for you about these young guys. They have a bunch of young guys. Mm-hmm. They're all pretty far down on the Wizards' sure. depth chart. Um, are they blocked, or are they just not that good? Um, I think they're not very good. <laughs> yeah, because uh, right now, Danny is KCP's backup. I mean, Danny might be... Well, Danny shouldn't be KCP's backup. Danny's, like, bigger... Like, that's Six, sort of the problem is, like, Kispert, Denny, Rui, they're all, like, 6'8", guys, six, six, between 6'6 six, six and 6'8", six, right? Like, and aren't, like, fast. Well, um, I mean, like, even Rui is playing power forward because right. he's not really fast enough to play the three. No, he and he and Denny are, like, the same, the exact same yeah, size, yeah. yeah. They're both uh, guys who are, I guess like, Rui's like fours. I guess um, Rui's, like, ripped and strong, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, um... He's not. It's not like a tough defender. Oh, they also Daniel Gafford got a contract extension yeah, as well. So they're funny. they're all in on him, and I think Thomas Bryant will be out for a while. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, it's um, yeah, Kispert's listed as the third string shooting guard. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just uh, it, it like certainly would be like is a power forward. It feels like oh right. It feels like Advia, Bertans, uh, Kuzma, Rui. Rui. Yeah, that's. And even Kispert is, like, not fast enough to guard, like, an NBA wing, I don't think. Like, these are all guys who have to play the four because they're not very athletic. I yeah, I mean, I mean, um, I think Kispert is, he's just not that tall. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it's not, like, they really need KCP defensively because, I mean, this, te- this team seems like they should be pretty bad on defense. Mm-hmm. Yes. But they could be. Pretty good on offense. Maybe. Like top love. 12. Not really that good, but. I don't, I don't love any of their guys. Um, yeah, what were they last year? 17. I mean, yeah, I I just don't. I don't know. It's it, it feels like a bunch of moves that are like to make it a lot. Bas- Washington Wizards basketball a lot more watchable. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think this year is going to be that good yeah i mean they're probably a play-in team maybe right but you know what that being said well uh i guess let's talk uh tv first sean who on the sopranos are the washington wizards oh well this is very interesting because the washington wizards uh imported a lot of guys from hollywood Mm -hmm. who are maybe not as good as they think they are and are kind of acclaimed. These guys are Amy Sefir. That is, of course, uh, Christopher Moltisanti's cousin Greg's girlfriend uh, from the episode D-Girl. Um, she's a development executive who uh, tries to leak a story, a confidential mafia story, and put it in a screenplay. Also hooks up Christopher Moltisanti with John Favreau. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the that's the wizards. The, uh, the newsroom character the Washington wiz- <laughs> Wizards are is of course T, uh, the bartender at Hang Chews, which is the karaoke bar the Newsnight staff hangs out at because they're just always around, but nobody cares about them. All right, um, <laughs> Sean, over under thirty three and a half. Uh, I'm going over. I don't think they trade Beal basically. Or at um, least they don't tear it. I just don't think they can tear it down enough to get under 33. I'm, I'm taking the under, and here's why. I got to take the under on somebody, and I like the East too much. I just think the teams all got a lot better, and this one didn't necessarily. And I just don't believe in Bradley Beal. I'm like, yeah, totally like, fair. He's a guy who scores a lot of points on a shitty team. Like, there's historically the NBA has had those guys a lot and they're not as yep. good as you think they are. All right. Congrats yeah. on being Monte Ellis, Bradley. Oh. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, the Orlando magic, Sean, our, uh, last year went 21 and 51. Good for approximately 24 wins. They didn't make the playoffs. They were 29th in offense, 26th in. Uh, they brought in Etwan Moore, Sean's favorite player, Robin Lopez, mm. Disney World's favorite player, <laughs> Jalen, a rookie Jalen Suggs, and rookie Franz Wagner. Sean, who'd they say goodbye to? They said goodbye to Otto Porter, James <laughs> Ennis, 
Dwayne Bacon, Chison Randall, mm-hmm. and uh, at the trade line, they trade deadline, they got rid of Evan Fournier, Aaron Gordon, and Nikola Vucevic. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, Sean, I want to do this again with you right now. Okay. Um, but I'm not going to go through all of them. Okay. But I do want to ask you, where do you think Nikola Vucevic ranked on the basketball references all-time top 12? I think he might be number one, Joey. He's third. Oh, is he Number behind? one is Dwight Howard. Oh. oh, I guess Dwight was on the team a long time. Number ago. two is Shaq? Nick Anderson. Whoa, oh my God. <laughs> number four is Shaq. Number three is T-Mac. Number five is uh, Penny Hardaway. Uh, sorry, six is Penny Hardaway. Seven is Jameer Nelson. Eight, Horace Grant. Nine, Daryl Armstrong. That's Ten, right. Hidu Turgaloo. Eleven, Dennis Turkaloo's Scott. Twelve, Richard Lewis. I'm oh. surprised that Hito outranks Richard Lewis, but what a, t- what a, I mean, yeah, a couple of those guys were not on the team very long. Mm-hmm. Is it strange how long the Orlando Magic, Mike, the reason I bring that up is, is it weird to you how long the Orlando Magic built a team around Aaron Gordon, Nikola Vucevic, and... Yeah, it's really weird. It's really weird. Um, well, especially when when one of the things they did was trading Victor Oladipo in the middle of yeah. that. Like, <laughs> that, that is still so inexplicable to me. <laughs> And they threw in an extra guy. Right. <laughs> but they turned it into Terrence Ross. <laughs> I mean, shouts to Terrence Ross. Don't get me wrong. But. Um, my first question for you is, uh, which of Orlando's young guys do you like? It's pretty much Jalen Suggs. Mm-hmm. I don't really believe in Mo Bamba. Um... I think I maybe watched two of Franz Wagner's worst games mm-hmm. at Michigan, but I I hated seeing him in the tournament. Um, mm-hmm. I don't like Jonathan Isaac, and as much as I am rooting for Markel Fultz, I don't believe in Markel Fultz. Um, so, oh, I guess I guess I I think that I actually have faith that Cole Anthony will be like an average NBA point guard. That's that's the other guy I like. Okay. Unfortunately, he and Jalen Suggs play the same position. I believe that Franz Wagner and Wendell Carter are regular starter level NBA players. I don't think they're good, but like, and I wouldn't be that super excited to have them. But like, I think they're guys at those positions you can live with. I really like Jalen Suggs, and weirdly. Uh, Jalen Suggs is obviously my favorite young player. Uh-huh. Um, but weirdly, the guy I believe in the second most is R.J. Hampton. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I really like R.J. Hampton. I do not like Colin. Um, I don't like... I kind of like Iggy Brasdikis, but that's just because he... Are we counting yeah. Jonathan Isaac as he... Yeah, but I mean... He's really good at just... defense, um, and I. but he's also the most hateable man in the NBA. Don't you think that's probably true? And the most injurable man in the mm-hmm. NBA. Here's a question I have for you, Sean. Did yeah. you remember Gary Harris was on this team? Not until just now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I looked at the depth chart and I was like, what? <laughs> Here's something I also didn't realize, that they have both Wagner brothers. They do, yeah. Um, so that makes me a little higher on them. Yeah, I like the Wagners. Um, I think this team is going to be really bad, and but also... It sort of feels like there's a light at the end of the tunnel here for me. Oh, um, yeah. Now. I mean, they they cleared out everybody. It yeah. was like, like, that's what you should do. Like, there was no reason to trade one of those guys. So just trade all three. But yeah, and like, I don't know. I think I, they have a lot of lottery tickets, and hopefully they're patient, which gets me to my next question. Uh-huh. Is Jamal Mosley set up for failure, their new coach? Yeah, 100%. It is the classic. Go ahead. Okay, you go. Keep going. Well, um, the the Orlando Magic are notoriously not patient Mm -hmm. with their coaches like this, regardless of where they are in the success cycle. Uh, Basically, since Stan Van Gundy left, it's been kind of a revolving door. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think they might have hung on to Steve Clifford, except his body just can't stand up to a season of NBA coaching. But like Jacques Vaughn didn't really get a chance. Frank Vogel didn't really get a chance. I just I I just don't think they're gonna be patient with this guy. I think based on the construction of their roster, they have to be, right? I mean you would think. I just I it my my vote is not based on the roster. It's based on the organization. Right. It is yeah. Here's another question I have for you about Jonathan Isaac, Sean. Uh-huh. This team is owned by the DeVoses. Yes. Jonathan Isaac is technically, like, their marquee guy now. Mm-hmm. Is there, has there ever been a better matched player and owner ever? I mean, Magic Johnson and Jerry Buss. Right, but, but this is like, that, this, yeah, that's right. This is this like. This is like the dark side of that. This is like Fox News Bus and, uh. Yeah. This is like, uh, what's a Bohemian Grove? This is like the Bohemian Grove version of uh, Bus and uh, Magic. Um, yeah, these are like the guys that would hang out at the forum now when it's mostly a mega church. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Isaac missed most of his rookie year with an ankle injury and missed most of his third season and fourth season from with two different knee injuries. Uh, is God trying to send him a message, Sean? Yeah, he is. Chill out. <laughs> Stop being a dick. That's what that's what God's saying. Be a better person. All right, yeah. Sean. Who <laughs> from the Sopranos is the Orlando Magic? Now, this is purely kind of a fashion-based decision, mm-hmm. and also the fact that they change their long-term plan roughly every nine months. And they're never successful at the plan they kick in. The Orlando Magic are AJ Soprano. Oh, I like that. Uh-huh. He dresses like he's from Orlando. Um, Orlando represents the worst things that happened in music and fashion in the late 90s and early 2000s. And so does AJ mm-hmm. Soprano. Um, and I could honestly see, uh, you know, Betsy DeVos um, accidentally burning down an SUV and making it explode in a forest. Like that's the kind of environmental devastation that the DeVos family loves. Uh, I'm going to say the Orlando magic are, um, that general, I don't know his name. I can't find it on this list here, but they're, 
Oh, no, you know what? The Orlando Magic are Barry Lazenthal, who's a Department of Justice officer who's able to arrest Will McAvoy. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I, that, that works. Um, Sean, over under 24 wins. Uh, I think it's 22 and a half. I think this is a hard under. I think this team might win like seven games, dude. They're just, they're just not going to try to win. Right. So it's probably good for Jalen Suggs and Franz Wagner. And like, it's not, it's not the kind of situation where they're going into, it's not, it's not like the process Sixers where it's like years and years of trying to win 11 games into, mm-hmm. on purpose. This was like a playoff team that, you know, a fringe playoff team, but like, it's not like a disaster and right. it's not really a big deal to be bad this year for them. Yeah. So I think that will be bad. Um, I'm also taking the hard under on the magic. Uh, Sean, we don't know a lot about basketball. We're just idiots who, idiot comedians who watch it. Luckily, we do know someone who does. It's time for another episode of Slammed Up with Brett Slamson. And- this is Slammed Up with Brett Sampson and Randy Ludu. Analytics. Friendship efficiency, and promo codes. These guys are fucking dorks. Welcome to the Slammed Up Basketball Podcast, the only analytics basketball podcast that is embedded inside a much less serious basketball podcast, Rumble Rock. Uh, I'm your host, Brett Slamson, and with me as often... And uh, off as often as not, uh, traveling by train, Randy Ledoux. Randy, how are you? Oh, I'm okay. Um, I'm just on the Darjeeling Limited on my mm-hmm, honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Still, still going on with that thing. Okay, sounds yeah, good. I gotta say, having a human-sized wife is difficult. It's not going so well. Hmm. Well, but uh, I'm hoping seeing my birth mother will finally. Get us out of this rut. Yeah, this is just quite a trip you're making. I gotta, I gotta say, there's a lot going on in your life right now. Uh, and uh, if I were more of a curious and empathetic person, I would have a lot of questions. But uh, mainly, right now, I am excited because uh, Randy, you know, this is a big Thursday. We're recording this on Thursday, mm-hmm. October twenty first, and uh, I think we're both pretty excited about uh, what's. What was released today? Mm-hmm. Uh, should, we, should we say it on three? Yep. Okay. One, One two, two, three. three. The NBA Dune on HBO 75. Max. What? Wait. Oh, 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 right. Yes. Uh, I also meant to say the NBA's uh, top 75 list. Uh, I, I just, uh, I happen to be uh, my, 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 my girlfriends uh, are are third in my in my mistress's my, the thruple I'm in with my mistress and uh, my my secondary mistress. Uh, she was scrolling through HBO Max and I saw it. I'm not really excited about it though. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about the uh, NBA's top seventy five list. Well, I should say right off the bat, I've been furious all day. I had the list delivered to me by via telegram from the porter on the train. Well, that that's amusingly retro and yeah and uh, yeah, i gotta going. say 
Is this the NBA's top 75, or is it a list of the top 75 worst contracts of all time? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Watch out for the worm, Duncan Idaho. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, uh it, 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 yeah, I, n- nothing. Uh, yeah, th- those are uh, bad contracts on that list, uh, definitely. Damian uh, Lillard. Mm-hmm, the top mm-hmm. 75 contract uh, I mean, best it, players that, of that all time? Is, it's ridiculous. Who it's, is this? Who made this list? Hip hop aficionado Anthony Fantano. <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> Perhaps it was uh, huh, Doctor Wellington Ua <laughs> might have done that. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Uh, okay, Randy, I have a confession to make. What? While I philosophically feel that uh, all movies and all fiction in general is uh, predicated on and dedicated to lying, uh, I I do have a soft spot. For Dune, because it is about uh, the spice trade, and uh, that's economics, and uh, that's essentially cap space in a movie. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just I just I, hope they get the portrayal of Gurney Halleck correct. I've got to be honest with you, Brett. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't like Dune. If I wanted to see a giant worm, I'd just go outside. Oh, yeah, because you you are you're very I'm, small. I'm very small. Yeah, you're very small. Well, uh, well, let's we you know I I wanted to bring this up because of the NBA's top seventy five bl- just bloated contracts, bloated corpses on a lot of them. I mean, uh, so many people are. I realize that this is what's uh, happening in the prime of their career, but all I can think about is uh, how past their prime and uh, valueless they are. Uh, just uh, imagining. Bill Sharman attempting to be switchy uh, almost makes me throw Reading up. Reading that list is like walking around a graveyard. It's spooky. Mm-hmm. It's no like wonder I... it came out in October. Ooh, it's yeah, it's for Halloween. It's where cap sheets mm-hmm. go to die. Well, I, I think this is a good time to announce that uh, for our Patreons, as we've been announcing uh, for a while, just reminding people that we will be redrafting all month the NBA's top 25 list. Uh, that came out from in 1971. 1971. Yes, and uh, we're we're redoing it from a more statistical perspective. Uh, they didn't have player efficiency rating there, uh, and we believe it is the one and only statistic that really matters. Um, Do you want to give a preview of the top five? Well, I've got to say, Brett, I'm a little confused. We've never talked this long without an ad read before. That's a great uh, point, and uh, that that means uh, we could be in trouble if we don't read this ad read. Uh, all right, this is our new sponsor. Um, here we go. Are you curious about your heritage? Randy, I guess you are. Have you ever wanted to know if you have inherited the clutch gene? Now, do you want to learn your family history so you can figure out which other families you should hold a lifelong grudge against? Then you need number 23andMe, the exciting new genetics testing service from Charlotte Horowitz owner Michael Jordan. Uh, It's easy to take the test. All you have to do is stick your tongue partially out of your mouth like you're concentrating on a slam dunk and collect it with a special junk man absorbent headband. Uh, then you send it in to the Sincoro Tequila bottling plant, where a staff of Michael Jordan's former centers will analyze the sample. Michael Jordan said, they're 21 feet of shit, plus three certificates from an online genetics testing course. Uh, now you'll find out lots of key information. Are you prone to the flu? How about food poisoning? Look, if you played in the NBA between 1984 and 2003, uh, 
you've Michael Jordan has probably said a lot of things about your mother's health and sexual habits. Uh, number 23 and me can tell you if those things are true. Uh, you can also learn if you are predisposed to become a, quote, fat fuck like Jerry Krause. Well, that's kind of savage. Uh, not only will you find out where your ancestors came from, number 23 and me will also send you a detailed summary about who else comes from that region and how many times Michael Jordan dunked on them during their lives. Uh, Michael Jordan says, I wish we'd had this back in 2001, so I would have known that Kwame Brown had the bitch gene. Well, that's it's not a real gene, uh, Randy. Uh, Kwame, if you're listening, this is just the ad copy. I do not want any smoke. Uh, you can get 50% off your initial test with promo code Michael Jordan didn't shoot enough threes, so Kyle Korver is the greatest basketball player of all time. Uh, that's easy to remember. We talk about it on the podcast all the time. We talk about it all the time. Number 23 and me, take your genetics personally. All right, thank you. Number 23 and me. Well, uh, should we well, well let's let's uh let's give the top 5 on our our top 25 list. You want to trade off? Sure. Do you want to start from 5 or do you want to start from 1? Oh, uh, let's start from 5. Let's let's make it more okay. dramatic that way. All right. Um our first our fifth greatest player of all time is of course Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain, uh, very, very tall but agile, uh, mm -hmm. not a clogger. Of course, played from 1960 to 1971 and had a mm -hmm. PER of 27.4. Yeah, yeah. 1971's the cutoff, just because we're trying to pretend. Right. We're trying yes, to act yeah, yeah. like there was PER yeah, there. the NBA 25, right. yeah. Uh, number four is, uh, of course, Dave Gunther. Mm -hmm. uh, Dave Gunther, who spent uh, 1963 to 1963 on the San Francisco Warriors and put up a PER of 31 Point six. So Dave Gunther, fourth greatest pl NBA player of all time mm -hmm. before 1971. Uh, number three is, of course, Frank Redout from the mm -hmm. Rochester mm -hmm. Royals. Oh, quite who, a, uh, yeah. Played from 1954 to 1954. Mm -hmm. uh, and mm -hmm. he had a PR of 42.5. I mean, that's incredible. The numbers the numbers don't lie, Randy. That That's all there is to it. Uh, number two is, of course, Bill Stricker who played in 1971 for the Portland Trailblazers, putting up a PER of 45.1. That's that's incredible. Mm -hmm. Great work for him. And, of course, the greatest NBA player of all time on the, uh, on the slammed-up uh, top 25 is, of course, Dave Scholes. You knew it was mm -hmm. happening. You knew it was coming. Uh -huh. He played up in 1970 and put up a PER of 67.6. Uh, he was actually on the uh, 76ers. He played one game, and he recorded uh, two points. Two points, but two amazing points. Uh, the stats don't lie. Those are your top five players uh, from before 1971. Now, Randy, let's move on to the uh, Southeast Division. Uh, let's go through this this quickly. I know I know you're on a train, and the, the receptions can be a little difficult. Well, I actually had a question for you, Brett. Mm -hmm. Um, is there an update on the recall of Bob Myers? Oh, well, yes, there is. Thank you very much. Uh, I've been doing a lot of, uh, voter outreach events and, uh, you know, I've, uh, I, well, I'm, I'm holding an event. Uh, you know how John Lennon has been one of my heroes for a long time, Randy. No, I did not yeah, know well, that. Well, but... he, he is. And, uh. You know, he's, he's uh, you know, the, he says uh, money. That's what I want. That's my personal philosophy, actually, Randy. Okay. I, I bought an NFT with that slogan on it. Okay. John uh, Lennon. Mm -hmm. What of my heroes? The Imagine guy. 
Yep, yep, yep. I mean, that, that was a sarcastic song, of course. It was just uh, dripping with irony, Randy. But uh, yeah, John Lennon, I am, uh, you know, a, a pretty big fan of that guy. So I'm having uh, an event uh, dedicated to something he inspired me for. I'm having a sleep in, Randy. Okay. I will be protesting uh, the tenure of Bob Myers uh, by having a sleep in. And uh, I'm I'm reminding all eligible voters, uh, you know, above the age of 18 and below the age of uh, 27 and a half to uh, come by any single women who would like to register to vote and get into uh, a very special uh, club, as you were. Uh, also, uh, you can be married. I don't care. So uh, that's how the, the recall is going. Come to the sleep in. Uh, hit me up on kick or uh, you can see my my dirty Tumblr uh, at tumblr.ru slash uh, slammed up and down. And uh, you can also contact me uh, through my secure Dropbox with uh, those stats, the ASL and the uh, the bust, the waist and the hips. That's uh, those are the measurements I need. So let's move on to the uh, Southeast Division. Speaking, oh, Southeast Division. Oh. Speaking of some other people who care about uh, body composition, the Miami Heat. Uh, Randy, as you know, this is the organization I most admire mm-hmm. in the NBA for mm-hmm. mu- much of their philosophy, except for uh, the actuarial tables they use. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think about them adding the corpse of Kyle Lowry? You know, it's 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 unusual that I would support this. Now he's he's old. He is he is he has one foot in the grave. But I'm just excited that uh, perhaps the Miami Heat conditioning staff can finally get his ass out of control. Uh, his body composition has been ridiculous for a while. Uh, I'm pretty sure that, uh, as I understand it, Eric Spolstra uh, makes every player uh, take a full body nude when they sign with the team, and uh, they check their progress, their uh, their body fat their composition, uh, their weight, obviously, their BMI, uh, their humors. Uh, you got to make sure that uh, the four humors are balanced with each other. That's, you know, of course, phlegm, dark. I don't need to tell you about the humors, Randy. Uh, but uh, I think that those full-body nudes that will be uh, on display on every Heat staff member's laptop and tablets mm-hmm. uh, are going to reveal that that ass is finally going to get in shape. I heard when they first took the photos, Eric Spolstra was like, oh, snap, look at that badonkadonk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what that word means, but I but I agree. I think so. Uh, while they will be uh, essentially trying to run Weekend at Bernie's 3 with a bunch of reanimated corpses going up, at least those corpses will have excellent body composition. Question. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you feel about Jimmy Butler essentially eliminating the three entirely from his game? Well, uh, you know, as long as the efficiency, because uh, I, I would object more, except he gets to the line. As long as he's doing something that's efficient, uh, I'm in favor of it. I don't believe that he's actually abandoning the three-pointer. He might as well just cut off his left hand uh, at the elbow, I would say, uh, because otherwise, why would you... Uh, Handicap yourself in such a manner, Randy. Excellent question. I guess I guess maybe like a Halloween, a prank gone wrong, uh, something like an eccentric billionaire paying him to do it, a uh, personal challenge. Uh, there, I guess there's a lot of well, reasons that Jay Butler might. Well, my question. Blood sport you. caught in a, one of Jigsaw's traps. Uh, do you think he um, eliminated the three-pointer from his game because his friend Mark Wahlberg was only in Transformers 4? 
So it's like oh, so, a thing where they don't know the number three, the letter three. Oh, he does. He doesn't acknowledge the number three, three at all. Exists, yeah. Well, he. I know he wakes up at three. So maybe that. Maybe that's it. He's like the three is only for punishing your body and uh, annoying your family and friends mm, and yeah. uh, harassing a custodian to get keys uh, when sense. he's when I he's sleeping. I think we figured it out. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, let's move on to the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, they they made some contract extensions. Uh, this year, uh, obviously we, we hate the Trey Young extension. Mm-hmm. We hate uh, the John Collins extension. We hate the John Collins extension. Mm-hmm. We hate the Clint Capella extension. Contract. We hate the Clint Capella contract. Yeah. We hate the Clint Capella contract. I've got to say though, I do love that, um, Kevin Herter gave that quote about how he's willing to work for the Hawks and for $15 an hour. Mm-hmm. I love that. Uh, he's I joining believe... the fight for 15. Mm-hmm. I believe he should Which have signed we, a course... lifetime. Don't believe in in we normal believe, circumstances, but, but for basketball players, yeah, it's our fine. our fight for fifteen is to lower other wages to fifteen dollars an mm-hmm. hour. Yes, um, yeah, especially yeah. slams and court employees, NBA players, and uh, unlicensed masseuses. Mm-hmm. Those are our our three areas of focus. Uh, yeah, I think I think Kevin Herter, uh, you know, he's a, he's kind of like a coach on the floor, Randy. Yeah, he's certainly a gym rat. He's a gym rat. He's uh he's like a he's got a Kai basketball IQ and he has a uh, nose for the ball. And I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that he has uh been on TV urging me to buy a Dell computer before. So that's mm-hmm. uh, I like that because uh, that Dell leads to spreadsheets. Uh, let's go real quickly to uh the Charlotte Hornets. Um, now Randy, one of the things that's happened is uh I'm upset at this team. What what's the matter? Well. They didn't re-sign the loss of offensive rating record holder Willie Hernan Gomez. Oh, they were, he had the offensive rating record, and they just he let did. him go yes. like a dog. Yes. Uh, Randy, I do have to say that ethically, I uh, cannot comment on the Charlotte Hornets. I have to recuse myself Why is because, that? Uh, well, I'm I'm banging one of the players' wives. Which one? Uh, I can't, a uh, gentleman never said, it's Robin Hayward. It's Robin Hayward. Um, I, I wear a police officer's uniform. That's something that she enjoys. I, I've said too much. I've said so much. Uh, let's right, go to let's another. Move on. All right. Uh, we are going to move on to a sponsor. Now we are excited to announce a new sponsor here on the Slammed Up Podcast. They never really buy more than one ad read. Uh, it's an exciting new limited series on HBO Max that looks back on the heyday of a colorful Pacific Division NBA team. I'm, of course, talking about the Sacramento Kings and the many St. Jeans of Natomas. Now, uh, Jason Alexander plays a young Gary St. Jean in the role of a lifetime as the coach of the struggling but exciting Sacramento Kings. And what a collection of characters, Randy. Uh, flamboyant owner Jim Thomas, with his insatiable appetite for real estate and other real estate. Uh, there's Olden Big Polly Polonese, uh, an enforcer on and off the court with double-digit rebounds and double-digit fake police badges. I believe he also bangs Robin Hayward. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bobby, Bobby Walnuts Hurley, uh, desperately trying to overcome a devastating car wreck and also the burden of having gone to Duke. And of course, uh, Mitch Richmond sees a, tychi- sees a psychiatrist for his depression because he plays for the Sacramento Kings. Uh, Randy, this is going to be an incredible look at the 90s 
NBA. It's a totally different salary cap era. Uh, we'll see the rise of the cowboy cowbell mafia of Elk Grove, along with huge Sacramento events like the consolidation of the rental terminal at the airport and the subsequent uh, morphing of the airport from a metropolitan airport to an international airport. Very exciting stuff. And also uh, Mayor Joe Cerna Jr. and his quest to revolutionize the downtown skyline with a previously unimaginable five-story building. Now, Slammed Up listeners can watch the premiere episode of The Many St. Jeans of Natomas for free with promo code Disabled Player Exception is not hate speech. Uh, it's easy to remember. We talk about it all the time on the podcast. The Many Saints of Natomas. Wake up this morning and get yourself a lottery pick. Uh, thank you, The Many Saints of Natomas. That one sounds pretty good. Yeah, I'm going to watch that. Uh, there's, not, there's not very many of our... Uh, sponsors I'm interested in because mm-hmm. I'm a tiny little man who doesn't yeah, you need can't... ball socks or whatever. Yeah, yeah, done. A, a lot of lot of erection aids. Yeah, that's that's the majority of our uh, clientele. But, we love uh, it. I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, check it out. Uh, I, I hear I, Jason I, Alexander Golden Globe consideration. I wonder Already. if the Ziggurat's gonna be in it. Mm, well, you know, it did. I'm not sure. It, it depends on how uh, strict they are to the era. But, uh, you know, we love the ziggurat. Uh, Sometimes I see it in my dreams, Randy. All right, let's move on to the Washington Wizards, who got a little bit younger. Uh, They got rid of NBA Satan, uh, Russell Westbrook. Uh, Hates three-pointers, inefficient, uh, athletic. We don't like that very much. Uh, But they did bring in some players who are, uh, some show a little bit of potential, but most are right on the precipice of dropping into a grave. Uh, I'm talking about Kyle Kuzma there and Contavious Caldwell-Pope. Randy, what do you think about what the Washington Wizards did? I actually, you know how you have that Robin Hayward thing? Mm Mm-hmm. I legally can't talk about this team because um, I'm building a crypto with... Oh, not to, not to worry, uh, and tell him I will uh, get some slam coin back to him uh, very quickly. I lost the password to my digital wallet, and it'll be transferred very soon. Uh, please tell him to uh, stop paging me. Uh, all I will say about this team is uh, the earlier they can trade Bradley Beal, the better. Mm-hmm, yep. And uh, Should I might, have tried I might, him three years ago. I would actually try to get some dry goods. Uh, maybe some some onions, some non-perishable food, and toilet paper because the the third phase of COVID is coming. It's a coming, and I I learned that on uh, dark web YouTube. All right. Orlando Magic. All right, so we've got to look at some of these roster moves that these guys made. Uh, they brought in, uh, you know, they 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 drafted uh, two young rookies, mm-hmm. Jalen Suggs and Franz Wagner. Uh, got rid of Otto Porter. Uh, now, look, this team is not going to be competitive in basketball. We love it. But we do need to look at this team in the context of recruiting potential contractors for slammed up superfan Eric Prince. Mm-hmm. Eric Prince, uh, you know him from uh, Blackwater, from uh, Murder. You mostly know him from Murder, I would say. Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, he has, uh, a new private equity firm that I'm an investor in the frontier, uh, resource group. 
And of course, uh, you know, we we were big supporters of uh, Project Opus, you know, with the surplus military equipment that went to uh, Libya's leader, Khalifa Haftar. And, I, you know, I, I'll, I won't bore you with that right now, but you can read uh, many, many of those blogs on is my that, Substack. Is that from Dune? Are you talking about Dune again? I think I, I think I might have got my wires crossed a little bit. I I might be talking about Dune right now. I'm kind of always you, talking about Dune, but actually, no, no. Duncan I, Idaho would be the ultimate Blackwater. Boy, operative. he would be he would be good. Uh, I don't really think that Glossu Raban would would do much though. The spice, we gotta get the spice. Oh, the spice, the spice. It's a uh, you know that honestly, you could write. Uh, the history of humanity based on the spice trade, I would say. Uh, I myself only use smoked paprika and salt. No, those are those are my two go tos. But the do well, I I was talking about real spice. Do you think the Spice Girls would ever be in Dune? No, of course not. They they have their own world. No, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Uh, so which of these new Orlando Magic players do you think would be the best uh, military contractors? Perhaps. Yeah, that's right. He's he's got the language barrier. He and his brother would make a devastating team. Mm-hmm. All they right, also so... look like guys who would wear like body armor and walk around and swear at people. Yeah, I could I could definitely see Franz Wagner with uh, a knife clipped midway up his thigh. Mm-hmm. That seems like a look he would he would he would carry out. And uh, I can also see him like really harassing uh, someone who worked at a store in a foreign mm-hmm. country uh, for not speaking English mm-hmm. and just kind of, kind of roughing him up in a general way. Uh, and then, then, yeah, that that I can see them doing. Uh, OK, so who do you think is going to win the Southeast Division, Randy? Well, not the Hornets because they got rid of Willie Hernan Gomez. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably the, uh, the Hawks. I think it'll be the Hawks. Yeah, I guess that's I guess that's probably that's probably fair. I mean, it doesn't matter. None of this matters. The basketball. No, yeah, yeah it's all about old, the long term. Yeah, who who do you think has the best five year financial outlook of these teams? The magic. I think it's the magic too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, especially just feeding those bodies well, into the maw of the war machine. Yeah, that's with very all the, profitable. The hawks that are going to be elected into the the, the Congress. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I would like the Atlanta. That's what the Atlanta Hawks are missing is uh, a real militaristic gun. Maybe that's Danilo Gallinari. I don't know, but uh, yeah, they need a uh, they need someone who uh, will pretend to be a troop. That's why. That's why I think the Plumley acquisition was big for the Hornets. But uh, maybe they can flip him to Atlanta because uh, you know you, you want a fake soldier. That's what really helps a team. All right, I guess that's going to be it for us. Is there anything uh, you'd like to plug, Randy? Okay, uh, as for me, uh, I will be doing a Twitter space along with uh, one of my my good friends who has been engaged in the search for Brian Laundry's remains. It's only going to be two and a half hours. Uh, check it out from 1.15 a.m. to 3.45 a.m. And uh, the link is secret uh, because we don't want any narcs. All right, thanks a lot. I'm Brett Slamson. Oh, a short one from them today. Um... I mean, I mean it, relatively. Yeah, they they had a lot to say. I would also watch that show, I think. Yeah, it sounded good. Um, you going to watch Dune? Uh, you know, I think I probably am, but uh, I'm doing my best to not learn anything at all about Dune. The only thing I know about Dune is that David Lynch 
tried to convince an actor to drill a hole in their cheek mm-hmm. because he wanted them to be able to blow blue smoke out of their mouth. And blue smoke is inherently poisonous to people. Mm-hmm. Great. And someone had to get in his face and just be like, you can't. No one's going to do that, David. And he was like, well, I would have. <laughs> so I don't know anything about that world. It's going to be great. It's going to be so many worms, dude. <laughs> yeah. Big old worms. Um. All right, uh, that's our episode. Um, Patreon.com slash RoundRockPod, at RoundRockPod on Twitter. Call us on the phone. Buy a t-shirt, because the poor sweet people that work at TeePublic are always harassing us to tell you to buy more t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, go buy buy (laughs) t-shirts. Just not even from us. Just use our link to get to TeePublic and then buy something else. That's all that matters. We understand. Yeah, I mean, we have good shirts. Um, Yeah. Uh, Sean, anything you want to plug? No, uh, I just I'm have you been writing, writing anywhere? I've been writing. Yeah, I've been writing in Golden State of Mind. I'm gonna have tomorrow when this episode comes out. You'll also be able to read uh, my ranking of the top nine warriors of the to- NBA's top seventy-five players. Spoiler: half of them didn't really do a lot with the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. am. But they still count, damn it. <laughs> As for me, you can always follow me on Twitter. At Frankie Muniz. Where on October 18th, I tweeted, After almost 36 years, I finally sprouted my first chest hair. From now on, only refer to me as daddy or sex god. I mean, he's, he's a literal father now, mm-hmm. so, yeah. Um, Believe it. Sean, did you write a song? I did. I did in a Sick. in a very timely song. I, again, I'm I'm making my journey through the NBA landscape, much like Sufjan Stevens, and doing a doing a song for each team and city and uh, division specific. This is for the Southeast. I have one about Miami. That's uh, a collaboration with my friend The Weekend. Uh, I met him when I was a PA on Uncut Gems, obviously. Uh, and uh, we have a song. It's called "I Can't Give Big Face an IOU." Great. Uh, that's playing either under us or afterwards. I forget if that song starts immediately with vocals. Uh, anyway, trust the process. <laughs> trust the process. And, uh, shut it down. Let's all buckle up for four more years of this Ben Simmons shit. <laughs> four more years. Four more years. Four more years. And I know he'll have the best of beans at least before they're gone. And I know he'll open up at three, he works out until dawn. And I know he needs a caffeine fix to keep up with the bronze. This I know, this I know. She don't need to order a mocha. She don't want an Americano. He don't serve me tea with tapioca. I can't give big face an IOU It's cash only It's cash only Whoa I can't give big face an IOU It's cash only It's cash only And I know he knows celebrities He's friends with Marky Mark 
And I know he's got the weight room keys that get swollen when it's done. And I know he hates that Daniel has got busted by a nut. This I know, girl, this I know. If you want a red eye, it's 20. Same price as a latte with no phone. If you want no sugar, he's got plenty. But to try to pay him with a I can't give big face an IOU. It's cash only. It's cash only. Oh, I can't give big face an IOU. I can't give big face. It's cash only. It's cash only. It's cash only. I can't give big face an IOU. It's cash only. It's cash only. I can't give big face an IOU. It's cash only. It's cash only. It's cash only. It's cash only. She don't need to order a mocha. She don't want an Americano. He don't serve milk tea with tapioca. Don't even get freebies. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.